How's it going? <laughs> How are we doing today? It's Talk Comics to Me time. We're in the comic book bone zone. It's number 18. We're boning around. Uh, comic books. <laughs> We're boning these comics. <laughs> We're boning. <laughs> you, I, uh, I'm, I'm Champ Champenstein. <laughs> I'm Heather Hadfield. And we're here to talk about some comic books. Um, I don't know. Heather, you got some fun stuff over there? Not right now. I probably will by the end, but I'll talk about a comic if you want. <laughs> I suppose so. All right. This is a DC book that goes by the name of The Joker, Boy Who Stopped Laughing. I have to hold it like this next to me because I don't like looking at the ad on the back. Yeah, there's there's a lot of flash ads this week. It's very frustrating. Um, This is issue number nine. This is just a fake Joker trying to make his way back to Gotham. He keeps running into stuff. And then real Joker, um, who is in Gotham, and they are both separately trying to recruit soldiers so that they can fight each other. It's, uh, as I've said with every issue, it's very silly. (laughs) it's very silly but it's been a lot of fun this one's uh also a lot of fun because they keep trying to recruit the same people okay that's cool (laughs) yeah so one will talk to someone and then like an hour later the other one will go like talk to them they're like wait (laughs) what are you talking about it's pretty funny um and then the story at the end is the joker decided for like a big uh scheme or like a laugh of his, he just wanted to paint the spring bridge green. So he's in the middle of painting it. Uh, Batgirl kind of just like knocks him off the bridge on accident and they think that he's dead. Uh, so Gordon is obviously like, no, he's not dead. You guys don't understand this dude can't die. So he's like trying to find him. And they <laughs> And everyone thinks that Gordon is going crazy and like drinking again, but he's like, no, you guys just don't understand how the Joker works. How have you guys been doing this for so long? And you just don't know that he just can't die. So it was pretty fun, but you know, big war is about to start. I do like the idea that it's just like, you've been doing this for, you know, years and years. Like he just keeps coming back. How do you not understand yet? (laughs) Yeah, it's Uh, pretty good. I like that. Okay, well, it's my turn. I've got a few books. Um, First, I have a book that has come back from a little bit of a break. I have Once Upon a Time at the End of the World. This is issue number six. Um, Mezzi and Maceo have grown up. And in this issue, they are doing a lot of banging. I did flip through it because I was curious. Yeah, no, it's a lot of banging. Yeah, no, it's the entire issue. Like, that is, it's, like, the whole idea of the issue is that, like, you know, they're traversing, you know, the post-apocalyptic world looking for this oasis that Mezzi, like, killed a man for directions to, basically. Um, Because she was initially going to burn it down, and then this, like, issue is about, like, them, you know, as adults trying to get there, but also being in love and basically just finding love within each other at every every single place that they possibly can yeah it's just them banging for like an entire issue which like 
it's fine. I don't hate it, but it's also just like, oh, I don't know, man. They just like needed it. A, a very <laughs> sexual filler. <laughs> yeah, it's just like straight, just like, and then we fucked here, and then we fucked here, and then we fucked here. It's like, okay, cool. But art's great, go. It looks, it looks yeah. great. It looks real good. Um, Lila Del, Del Duca does uh, some of the art in this issue, and it's just, let me see if I can find something that's like the least of the the badness here we go oh yeah cute so it it looks really good um yeah that's uh that's that book this book cute little love story uh the trade came out this week too or last week um so yeah if you read the trade and like it then you can just start on the single issues right now if you want it's a perfect uh, time. Yeah. And then I have Shazam. This is issue number two. This is by Mark Wade and Dan Mora. And oh goodness, I can't remember who does the colors. Uh, Alejandro Sanchez does the colors. And Troy Piteri does the letters. Because letters are fun in this book. Um, I... I really, really like this book a lot. I know it's a little bit of Dan Mora art, but this is just like, it's a lot like the Batman Superman, the world's finest, like the way the story goes. There is a little bit of like seriousness to it because uh, Shazam is basically like kind of giving into, ang I guess, anger. There's a lot of, it's a Shazam story. Mm -hmm. You're going to get what's going to go on. But there is like a little like dinosaur lawyer in here. And let me tell you, I love that guy. He is just oh. top-notch top in a little suit, has a little briefcase, a top hat, and a monocle. Very just, cute. It's like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I love it. Um, so yeah, I definitely suggest this book. I love, you know, I love Dan Mora. The thing to be aware of right now is that all this book is spinning off into uh, Night Terror's uh, side story. So I think Shazam is on hiatus for like the Night Terror's part. And I'm pretty sure that Dan Mora is doing the art for that issue, the Shazam issue. Um, but it's m at least Mary at, at the end of this, it's Mary like leading into the Night Terror's issue. Okay. Yeah, night very terror. dumb. <laughs> night terror stuff is gonna make me mad. I was planning, like I said, I was planning on not doing it, and then I was like, "Oh, the books I'm reading are all like some several of them are going into that." Like, right? I have to. Um. So then I have Peacemaker tries hard. This is issue number two. This is just a story. Or this issue is just Peacemaker trying to do this task to get his dog Bruce Wayne back. Um, and yeah, I really, really like this. I really like this story. The art is really fucking good. Um, the story is really funny. It's, uh, written by Kyle Starks and the art is by Steve Pugh. Uh, and I think, yeah, Jordi Belair does the colors. So yeah, it's just, I don't know. I've, 
there's you're just all over the place over there. I'm sorry, I'm trying to the glare behind me was really bothering me, so I'm trying to find a spot in my living room. I just like saw it all out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, okay, I think I'm good now. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's all I, I think. That's all I can say. I I laughed a lot in the first issue. I enjoyed this issue quite a bit. I laughed several times, so just dumb and silly and a lot of fun very good very good all right okay you ready? ready yeah i'm ready we got i hate this place or fuck this place i got I'm... fuck this place <laughs> uh this is issue number nine and in the last issue they came back from or i guess not they uh why can't i remember gertrude Gertrude. No, Trudy is the, the other lady. Oh. The 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 black lady is Trudy. Oh god the, damn it. I can never remember the, their the, names either. The Baby white lady. <laughs> the white lady. The white lady, yeah. I wish uh, dang it. I swear I had it too. Gabby. Gabby. Gabby and Trudy. Uh so yeah, Gabby. Because they sound the same to me. Yeah. Gabby came back from the future learning that, you know, she's probably going to find this thing and destroy the world. And, and, you know, as time travel goes, stuff comes true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. There was a page in here that I really, really liked, like the way that the art was done. And now I, I did. Just... I like the reveal of like who the green man is right that was pretty cool i really like like this book a lot the way that that, yeah it's coming together like Mm -hmm. you have everything that happened in the future that kind of felt like it came out of nowhere but at the same time now it like makes sense for the story and like yeah you find out like what happened to that's the page i'm trying to find her yeah this one it was mostly the colors what happened to like her uncle and how her aunt and uncle died and stuff. Uh, yeah. Just the quote that he says, this place is hell on earth, but damn if she ain't beautiful. <laughs> just, I like that part a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a really good story. And I, I, I don't know. How many issues is it going to be? Like 10 or 11? Something like that. I remember it's like almost done. Is it? I, I'm sure it has to be like, hold on, I have everything pulled up. I can look okay. this up. I would say like at least two, one more, two more. Yeah. I remember it is coming to its end, but I just can't remember like when. Yeah. Series finale is actually issue number 10. Okay. So the next issue. Um. Wow. I don't want it. I don't want it. To I know. End. That's what I'm saying. Like it, uh, it makes <laughs> sense for like the story to end when it does like it's it's wrapping up really nicely and I know that it's going to be like a good ending but at the same time I'm like but like what if I want more (laughs) yeah it's just like like, I wasn't even really thinking about it ending at all I think that's the other thing it's just like I wasn't that wasn't in my brain so now I'm like oh fuck okay well it's fine um yeah it'll be good and then the end essay is the developing history of the home invasion film, which I absolutely loved. That it was it was really well done. And then there's a list of recommended home invasion movies that were all, for the most part, good. 
I think yeah. the only one that I had an issue with was The Strangers. And it's because I hate that movie with like 95% of my being. But Glenn Howerton is in it. But that movie, I can't, <laughs> I can't even explain to you like why I hate that movie. I just like that uh, cute little fact. Um, that movie was the catalyst for <laughs> Braden and I dating. <laughs> He was at the exact same showing as me with his mom and I was with a friend and we had seen each other when we left. And I thought that that was our talking point was like, hey, did I see you at this movie? (laughs) But I still hate that movie. (laughs) The movie that helped you meet your husband, though. Yeah, I know. I know. But that was like the thing that we talked about. Producing (laughs) producing your future baby. I'm gonna name him Glenn Howerton. <laughs> <laughs> Gambit to our Glenn, first meeting. <laughs> Glenn Gambit Howerton. Wait, Glenn Gambit Howerton Hadfield is actually a really good name. I bet he would approve of that. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn Howerton, we know you're listening. Please let us know. He better be. I listen to his sunny podcast all the time. <laughs> The least he could do is listen to ours. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the next? Yes. We're, we got the goo boys. This is Phantom Road. This is issue number four. That's what um, everyone calls us. <laughs> the goo boys. The goo boys. This is the story about the, I guess, alternate worlds behind ours where there's gooey, weird human monsters and our two main characters are trying to transport some sort of thing. It's the stone of life. (laughs) The thing to somewhere. Yeah, it's very strange because I don't... I wish I just knew what the stone thing was. Like, if they would just, like, explain exactly what it is, then I would be like, okay, cool. But it's just a very vague thing that's like, yeah, we got to take this back where we found it this is the thing that like separates our worlds it's like but like what is it like an alien rock like what is it yeah i mean you know that's the whole point of story i know (laughs) and there's also a an fbi agent who has been taken hostage by the masked bandit who is interviewing her to get answers but not liking the answers that he's getting yeah, it's like you think he would know that she doesn't know anything. Right. It's or maybe like you he was given like bad intel or something. <laughs> uh this is a book by Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walta and Jordi <laughs> Pillar does the colors. Yes. It's just it's not like a terrible story. It is just like one of those things where I don't I can't tell if I like it. Um next issue ends the first story arc. Heather and I just looked that up. So look at us. Yeah, we did something. We, for we, we, yeah, we did it. Uh, we have done some legwork, which is funny because we're both in front of computers, so we could literally do it at any point during our podcast. Anyway, um, yeah, that just takes up way too much of our attention, and we don't have <laughs> enough of that as it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Phantom Road. Just a yeah, it's an all right funny. story. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have Love Everlasting. This is issue, what, number eight? 
uh, yeah. All right. Joan gets released from the institution that she was put into. Um, goes back home to her family and her kids and life goes on. But the cowboy is there every step of the way trying to talk to her. Yeah, it's just funny because like you see how you kind of just see her give in to like this world, even though she knows it's wrong, but she just mm -hmm. like doesn't have anything else to do or where mm -hmm. way to go. Um I, I just like this book is so weird and so enjoyable at the same time. I just never know like just like what the like right now, especially I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I do love how they just like made the cowboy just there for every step of the way. And he's just like, you can't ignore me forever. <laughs> yeah. And she just tries anyway. I do think that's really funny. And I like the thing that they did at, like in the middle of the book when he's talking about her husband, when he says like, sometimes I forget it's like 1963 and stuff mm. like that. And then at the end on New Year's, when they're like bringing in the new year they say happy 1963 so i'm like okay so they're just repeating that year yeah yeah it's just a very cool book because it's confusing <laughs> yeah because like that was like the whole reason why she ended up going like getting put into the institution it was because she was like oh we've just been repeating the same like all of these major events keep happening on night like in 1963 and like yeah and there's something real good about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it makes it seem as if she's supposed to, like, figure something out in order to, like, move on, which, you know, classic Groundhog Day. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's also, like, she's not a reliable narrator either. Like, right. you know, like, she's unreliable. And especially at this point where you can't, like, decipher between her and the cowboy. Like, they've really, like, put that in there where it's, like, you know they're so intertwined it's like mm -hmm. are they the same person like what's going what's going on with this at this point that is what it seems like and I don't know I love that I love the they're like tiny little twists in the story and I, mm. I think it's a lot of fun it keeps it interesting at the very least yeah for, for sure okay you go ahead my dog just farted she's giving me a look as if I personally offended her. Jesus. Okay. Uh, this is Death Dealer. Frank Frazetta's Death Dealer. It's issue number 13. That's crazy. That's just moving yeah. along. Uh, in the last issue, um, Kerr and Death Dealer, who is one, um, they were preparing for a cute little war against his brother, the, who is searching for the baby that they stole from hell uh this one the castle that they were at before in the last issue has fallen everyone there has been murdered they uh death dealer and the wizard and the baby all just kind of snuck out the back door when it was happening they just like left them Amazing. which Good. i thought was Good. pretty rude uh and they're on their way to the next <laughs> castle which holds this guy I, i'm not sure how to say his name but it's someone that Kerr has known for a very long time he was gifted with this sword from the gods that gives off like this weird electromagnetic pulse and can like wipe out entire armies and shit depending on how much energy he puts into it okay. and so they hi I'm recording <laughs> 
Brayden just got home, obviously. Uh, but he was given this sword that is uh, that is what Kerr and Death Dealer are like trying to get to because they are the only ones that can like cut down the army that they are fighting against. Um, and everyone dies except for Kerr, the wizard, and the baby, and they just decide to sneak out the back door. <laughs> Which is what he's really good at. So I guess we'll see what's going on in the next issue. They <laughs> just the like just sneak out the back door of every castle as they watch everyone die. That's what yeah, that's what has been happening. It's very um very frustrating because he's getting all of his like good allies just killed by his brother. His brother is just killing everyone. You can go on. Go on. Yeah, that's that's Death Dealer. Um, there is an introduction of like a whole new group of people here. Um, the Trigardi. I don't know. They look like little goblins. No, cute. So we'll see. They're being introduced, and they are apparently on their way to help. But it doesn't say who they're going to help. It just says they're on their way so it could be either side okay okay yeah that's it all right um so i have godfell this is issue number four um this is about uh zanzi who's kind of just like a warrior and a character she met neth who you think is just kind of like a i don't know normal normal person kind of weak uh, and she, Sanzi, helps Neth kind of try to get through this this body of the god, and now they're in the guts, I believe. Um, and they've in, encountered these people called the Neely, and they like basically enter their mind. And oh, this int- issue was really interesting. I really, I don't know. I still continually like really, really like this book. It looks really good. Um, it's it's fun. Or at least like intriguing, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot to say just because it's pretty, you know, pretty deep in sci-fi fantasy books. So there's just like a lot happening. Yeah, but I think if you like that sort of story, it would be be good for you. Written by like Chris- been on this journey for however long, and their point of reference is like now we're in the guts. Yeah, no, that's, like, the thing about it is just, like, they're traveling through this god's body, and it also makes it, like, you know, each stop kind of has something that, like, some group that they're encountering in this place, which is really interesting, and they all differ in their own ways. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I really like the story. I think it's really good. Uh, and then, Auntie, your tail is in my way. Uh, I have Daredevil. This is issue number 12. And this issue, I'm like trying to remember like what the fuck even happened in this book. Uh, let's see. Let me flip through here. Daredevil and Electra fight because Matt wants to be sent to hell to try and rescue Foggy and fight Mephisto. I don't, I can't remember. So yeah, that's what's going on here. All right. Two- <laughs> two more issues i believe because i think it if i'm remembering correctly it ends at 14 okay and then it ends at 14 in august 
that makes sense july august so two more issues yeah and then the new number one by the new creative team starts in september okay are you gonna stay on it or because it's a chip i i don't i don't know yet i don't (laughs) know yet we'll see how this ends and see like if it's something like i i don't know i'll probably read the first issue yeah that's like a good idea yeah it's just like at the same time i'm i just don't know what like you could do or how you kind of like come out of this but mm-hmm. i'm sure there's something i'm sure you know there's stories to be told and i'm sure they will be intriguing and good but kind of tired of superheroes but i'm reading so many dc books that it's weird for me to say that at the same time no i get it i i I kind of feel the same way um i was gonna say though if you are interested in reading the chip zadarsky daredevil stop in at legend because uh the trades are all in the half off Mm -hmm. right now so that is true they're all hard covers too yeah, I I was so like I was tempted to pick them up yesterday just because I did want to read it, but I don't want like single issues. I would mm-hmm. want the trades for it, but then I was like, mm, what am I gonna do with like Daredevil trades? You know? Yeah. And I figured it would be better if like someone else picked them up anyway. So I don't know. They're there if you would like them. They're in really good condition and they're half off. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like one through six. I think it's one through four. One through four something or like one that. through I three don't remember i i looked i picked them up and looked at them but i do not remember anything yeah i like saw them and was like "Ooh, that would be cool and then just left them so if anyone wants to <laughs> just go get them <laughs> uh all right next yes. okay we got tales, tales from nottingham this is you number four uh this is just continuing the cute little short and sweet tales before Nottingham Volume 3 picks back up with the Sheriff of Nottingham. There's really, I mean, the first couple issues of these, it was easy to, like, kind of explain what was going on because it wasn't necessarily, like, a lead-up to this new story. Yeah. But these last few have been with the Sheriff of Nottingham uh, and, I don't know, leading into what is going to be happening yeah, I mean, but they're not, like, confusing, and you don't really have to know what's happening in the main, like, main title, Nottingham, to, like, understand what's happening in the book itself, because it's just like, right. okay, Briar Tuck is trying to get the money for the king, I guess, right? Yeah. Because otherwise he's gonna make the people pay extra, so he has to try and get it back i don't know i i like this issue a lot i like how um i don't know how to word it properly uh, well i guess the cover does a really good job how the sheriff of nottingham is always just viewed as like the devil <laughs> like, yeah he's like the bad guy which i i get it in a sense why they like think that and stuff but and i also just really love how like violent these mm-hmm. issues can be I don't know. I do really, really enjoy these stories, and I did really like main title, like Nottingham, a lot. I think it's they're really good stories. Yeah, I wish I had stayed on that book because it did seem like it was like really interesting, and I have really enjoyed these. Mm-hmm. I'll 
uh if you wanted to read them I can like bring them for you at some point just like let me know and I'll I'll dig them out of my boxes yeah because I, I do think you know since you are enjoying this a lot I think that you would enjoy main title a lot I, I had a lot of fun with it and I didn't think that I would for kind of how long it just kept going yeah it, was, it wasn't even that it was like eight issues but still you know what I mean it was two I, separate series I thought the first one was going to be it and then it just picked up again which yeah I, I was fine with it was fine I say, which is fine but it's one of those things where you, when you're like oh it's done and it's like uh uh-huh, just kidding yeah and then it just like randomly came out again and I was like oh okay so we're not done <laughs> but again it's fine it's good okay ready yeah Okay, this is Buttman. <laughs> this is issue number 136, or if you want to get into the legacies, 901. Um, <laughs> uh, so dumb. Batman is uh, back to his real world, the Batacombs, if you will. It's <laughs> <laughs> him dealing with the, uh, the mental anguish of being back and you know not being completely okay but not wanting to address it <laughs> yeah yeah that's spot on art in this issue is fucking so good so good when he's fighting the the penguin twins mm-hmm. the the little boy that whole scene was like incredible to me yeah, so. art for it, like how fast he was and i don't know yeah this this particular issue was really good uh, the art is by Belen Ortega, just in case every, anyone's interested. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, no, it's just like, it looks good. I, I did actually like really enjoy this issue, even though it is just like funny because it is just Batman being like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm dealing with some some problems. Yeah, it's so weird to me how like, I don't know, beta cuck boys just don't consider <laughs> like therapy you know like he really needs to talk some to someone he just like came back from a different dimension after being killed nearly by his own creation and he's just like no dude I'm fine (laughs) no dude you need to drink some fucking tea and just like sit this next one out yeah he he really does need to sit this next one out I and I did like the backup story um Jorge Corona does the art uh and it's just like I liked how intertwined, like, I mean, I have liked how all of these backup stories have been so intertwined with the main story, but this one especially, I like how it flashes back to him making failsafe as uh, what Curran's, uh, mm-hmm. and it's just like, that's cool. I-, I like that, like, twist and how it's just, like, it keeps twisting a little bit more. Yeah, and I I think they did a really good choice with picking Jorge Corona to do the art for it, because it yeah. just looks- so good too I was I don't know when I had started reading it I didn't look to see who it was at first and I was like wait I know that art (laughs) (laughs) yeah I kind of did the same thing I like seeing Batman drawn like that I think that they should do those kind of artists more for Batman stories yeah I agree with that okay okay more more Batman side adjacent Mm -hmm. um so this is (laughs) Uh, Poison Ivy issue number 13. Sorry, I was trying to figure out did this have a no, it didn't have a Nightwing, Nightwing, Night Terror kind of thing. Um, this is issue number 13. Poison Ivy is back in Gotham and dealing with the Bat family. 
and just trying to find a place to fucking chill. Mm-hmm. Especially because, you know, who she was when she left is not the same person that she is since she's come back. And, of course, no one understands that. They think that she's just there to cause some issues, which... <laughs> but can I show you my favorite panel? From this yeah, movie? for sure. And it's just the way that he's standing. Yeah. There's that. But the art, I, I think it's the same artist who it usually is, right? No, it's three different. It's like several different artists. Like so, the first issue, the first part is by uh, Marcio Takara, who has been doing the issues. Mm-hmm. Two through four is Gillum March. Okay. Five through eleven is Kelly Jones, and then twelve through nineteen is Al Kaplan. Okay, that's and why then- I was getting confused because I was like, it sort of like it. It looks the same as in like it flows well with the story. Hmm. <clears throat> but the whole scene when she's in her old like kingdom and she runs into Batman, the way that Batman looks is so oh yeah that yeah that Kelly Jones stuff is yeah brilliant. Yeah, like I love this page this mm-hmm. one here. It's just yeah, really really good. Just a cute little poison Ivan poison po- <laughs> poison Ivan. <laughs> you know, I, I love him. <laughs> I love Poison Ivan. It's my favorite <laughs> character. It's mine now too. Um, yeah, Poison Ivy <laughs> story. Just uh, and this one also is uh, potentially on a hiatus because of the night terrors as well. Correct. That's what you had yeah. said. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When I looked into it, all of the titles that were like tied into night terrors were not at least going next month. Okay. Are they all the ones with the bat signal? I don't think so. I think those are just like Gotham adjacent books. Okay. I just thought that would have been a really good like point out, I guess. uh, Yeah, no. So that we would all know, but okay. That's that's definitely not it because Shazam has just like the lightning bolt. So yeah. Okay. Well, that's dumb, but okay. I get it. I get it. Who knows? 40 44 books though it's just like ludicrous like that's one way to make me like i said i don't want to read it i don't want to read any of them because there's 44 different like titles but like if dc books were still 2.99 then i absolutely would i would be like yeah cool that's like nothing but i mean batman's are like 4.99 everything else can be like 3.99 4.99 it's just too much it's too much money yeah and it's also too little at the same time. It's a wild situation. Yeah, because yeah, it's like two issues each, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll just wait for the trade. If I want to read it, even. I'll just wait. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'll read the stuff that like I have that's going into it. So like Poison Ivy, Shazam. I think mm-hmm. Detective is also got one. Uh, and Batman, maybe. Mm-hmm. So there, there's like a few I signed up for, but I'm not going to do like the main title one. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't either i didn't sign up for any of them (laughs) okay i did last i did last minute just because i wanted to know like what happens with poison ivy and like what happens and shazam yeah i think i might like read a couple of them off of the wall but i'm just not i don't know as into it oh that's like fair 100 percent. yeah to like get them i guess i don't know like i i will check some of them out because i am curious as well but i just don't I don't need them. 
and I need yeah. to do better about like getting you know getting things I don't need just because I'm like oh that sounds cool and then ending up with like a whole series of something but that I've read one issue for because I just don't care after the first one but just you know I'm lazy yeah no I know I know the, I know the game it's the comic game <laughs> okay are you ready for our next boy uh we have Dark Knights of Steel this is issue number 11 we're almost there we've almost wrapped it up um almost done I'm curious to see what is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the twists keep on twisting, baby. Yeah, there's been a lot of twists like these last few issues, which I like how it was. it's been done because it's like near the end of the story and that's when all of these like plot mm-hmm. twists are coming in and it just makes it so exciting. I wish that they didn't wait so long between issues though. I know. That is yeah. like my one complaint about this book is because like, I remembered the the twist, but like everything else was still like a little murky for me because it had been so long since number 10 came out. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. We still love this book. It's the one issue left and it's going to be a big war. So we'll see who comes out. Yeah. And I I feel like every single time there's been a twist, it's, it's felt like very, like this twist felt very obvious Mm -hmm. at the same time. Because even if it wasn't, like, how this twisted out, I was like, oh, that person is going to do something fucked up. Yeah, and I do like how that happens, too, because you want to believe that that's not what it's going to be, and then it is, and you're like, ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I expected that, but I didn't want it to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's a really good book, and I definitely, like, I'm really glad I kept reading it because it was it was worth it's been worth it for sure and I think like part of the reason that it takes so long between each issue is just because of like the art itself but okay you ready for it yeah my comic is damaged (laughs) oh it feels like it was set on water I'll just have to get a new one. It's not a big deal. I don't care. Oh my god. Is a cushion wet? I thought I could trust my couch. <laughs> Alright, whatever. This is Loki. This is issue number one. This is the, the new Loki series by Dan Waters and Jermaine Peralta and uh, Mike Spicier. Spicer. <laughs> yeah, Spicer. Sorry. We love We love Mike Spicer. Yes. Spicier. We absolutely um, do. I personally really, really liked this a lot. Um, I did too. It's, I don't know. I, I, I was telling someone yesterday, like, if it's a Loki story, you can, I'm going to like it, like, no matter what, just because it's a Loki story. But this mm-hmm. one was, like, very interesting. And it was, like, it was done really well. Like, I love how he writes Loki. I, like, just... The story itself was just really interesting and mm-hmm. fun and like exciting. I just felt like, you know, like it felt like Dan Waters had his like a lot of love for the character. Yeah. And like knew what like the story he wanted to tell was. And it was like, I don't know, it was just like done in such a way where like I was really intrigued and I liked a lot of like I liked the like the funny beats with like Loki being Florida man and like <sighs> just the little books that the like giants or ice giants are reading like that sort of stuff like and like the like bringing in like 
the ship and having it break apart and like that uh yeah no i thought it was a really really interesting story and i really really liked it besides the art being just so fucking phenomenal it looks so yeah. good yeah no i 100 percent agree i like um how he's written as the king and like how he treats his people and stuff because he's like gently manipulative <laughs> like he's still doing it but he's not like a complete asshole like he was before like, yeah it's like giving him a little nudge in the right direction um and I, I just think it's funny how he like taught them how to read and stuff and then it's like I know you guys didn't finish those books <laughs> like, uh, yeah I just think it's really he does a really good job of capturing the essence of Loki yeah there's this really good panel in the beginning where Loki's and like the shadow is like the old costume and I was like oh that's I love this um yeah, I would, I don't know, I would definitely suggest this to people who are not Loki fans. Yeah, it's just a really fun read. Mm-hmm. And I think it gives you enough of, like, the pieces where you don't need to know anything either, you know? Like, it's like, okay, here's this story about this character already. And then, like, here's, like, the pieces of, like, where he's at. And then, like, here's this new story we're about to tell. I think that's just, like, really nice easy like approachable for people Mm -hmm. yeah no I I definitely agree and I I feel like I had mentioned this to you the fact that like I wish that they would do more than like four issues at a time Mm -hmm. and I know that like the the Loki agent of Asgard you know that was 17 issues and I thought that was like a good amount but like I just feel like four isn't enough for like a full Loki story yeah I mean at this point if anyone can do it then it would be Dan Waters because he's doing such a good job already yeah yeah agreed i want more loki (laughs) i always just want more loki i think it's fair i think it's fair especially giving this like getting this little like taste because then yeah and then you know it's gonna be done so quickly Mm -hmm. so it feels like you're you're being robbed of something more yeah yeah it's um it's a beautiful shame you know (laughs) All right, that's that's all the all that we've got. Yeah, that's um, everything. So go to your local comic book shops and support your local comic book shops. Local libraries, you know, your, do what you gotta do. Yeah, you know, use your library's resources. Uh, you know, take care of your friends, do good things. If you love comic books, uh, I would suggest checking out the like comics broke me. Uh, hashtag on twitter it's like trending right now it's just highlighting people's experiences in the comic book industry and all of them are fairly awful so it is a nice way to educate yourself about you know the creators that we love and the shit that they have gone through and it's a bummer it sucks Mm -hmm. um heather what you got make yourself aware that's all (laughs) you know I don't I don't have anything today. I I thought I would by the end of the recording, but I just don't. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Maybe next um, week. <laughs> maybe next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll bet on it. Uh so thank you for listening to us and uh we'll see you next time and yeah, we'll also see you on the flippity flip. <laughs>